Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Suplex Show with Brett A. I'm your host Brett and today uh, we're going to be getting into the review of last night's episode of NXT. Uh, the NXT before TakeOver 36 and the real, um, I, won't, I don't want to say return to form because it was just one week. But last week NXT was a bit a bit of a lackluster show. There's just, it didn't. And it just felt kind of like it, it, it existed. There just wasn't much going on. But this episode, it was new. You know, there's big things going on. It was exciting. It was, it was a pretty good episode. So I'm quite excited to talk about it. The first thing we'll be talking about is uh, Index are getting married already? Question mark. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty interesting stuff uh, happened on NXT this week, um, including that, which I'll, we'll get into during the main talk. But um, but before that, uh, we got to do the intro. Uh, yeah. You may have noticed on, well, on Monday, I talked about in the intro on, or was it Monday or Sunday? Uh, it might have been Sunday. Did I do a Raw review this week? I don't think so. Have I talked about that? Have I talked about what's happening with me? And, well, basically, I'm going back. I think I did in the Sunday um, episode, but or in the review preview show. Yeah, yeah, I did on Monday. But yeah, like I'm going back to school, you know, episodes are going to be less and less frequently, like just like every once in a while. So just make sure to check for them every once in a while. You might see a new episode, you might not, because I'm going to be awfully busy with school and I won't be able to get them out like very much. But anyway, uh, yesterday I did not uh, record, partly because, well, mostly the main reason was just because I'm like, you know, I had to get all my stuff ready to go back to school, you know, preparation, all that stuff. I was doing that most of all yesterday and, you know, preparing for, I have sports trials, I have big sports trials this weekend, so, you know, I, I was just pretty busy yesterday, I didn't really have time to record, and also, I didn't really want to talk about Raw, to be honest with you, uh, both of which I feel like are worthy causes for not reviewing Raw, because it was Cheeks, and because um, I had other things going on, like school, like I had orientation, you know, I went, I checked out school, um, all that fun stuff, it was, it was quite interesting. Um, yeah, cool, cool stuff. Um, I, I need to fit this intro. I don't have a time to talk about, but I need to fill for like a minute, 30 seconds longer of intro time. Um, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Minecraft parkour. Oh, you might, you might, yeah, you probably can hear a car outside. That is, um, my mother leaving for work. Uh, yeah, just so you know, but, um, I've been playing a lot of Minecraft recently in like parkour uh i i think you know there's like i don't like like ladder jumps i'm obviously not good at and a lot of like like hard to do parkour stuff but i think the bane of my existence in minecraft parkour is falling platforms like some people do them where they take a bit to fall so it's okay but some people do them where they just fall right away and i hate it dude it's so annoying uh it really is you probably aren't here to talk to um Listen to me talk about my uh, Minecraft though. Um, you're here to listen to me talk about NXT. And that's too bad because we still have 50 to 40 seconds to fill before we talk about that. Um, so basically, quick. I've also been playing a lot of uh, I have a Wii and my friends have a Wii. Um, so we've been playing a lot of throwing back to what is, in my opinion, a top three game of all time. Don't at me. Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Just so many good memories, and we've been making our way. Th- very slowly through the subspace emissary which is like the very hard story mode we just we're almost done with the last level uh, which is the great maze which is very long and very hard and we're on the final boss battle which is against this guy named taboo who is super op like it is a hard battle to fight like 
we I think we are on like attempt seven. We we're doing it together, so uh, I had to leave yesterday. But we I think we've attempted it either six or seven times and failed each time. We're getting pretty close though. So yeah. Anyway, you're probably not here to listen to me talk about, or you're probably not listening to hear me talk about uh, Super Smash Bros. You're here to listen to me talk about NXT. So let's do that. Let's get to that right now, where we get into the main topic part of the show, which was index proposing, question mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back to the Suplex Show with Britta. I'm your host, Britt. And now it's time to get into the main topic part of the show, which was index proposing. Oh my gosh, guys. It's uh, amazing. Uh, which I had, I I was actually pretty positive on everything index related on the show. I thought it was all pretty good. So let me, I know, I, I was thinking before I did this, I was thinking like, okay, let me just pull up my notes quick for um NXT and then I'll get to talking. But I forgot to for some reason and I started recording. And for some reason, um, I'm not scrapping this recording. So I'm just going to stall for a bit and talk about, um, talk about how I forgot to start, um, recording or something. Uh, okay, boom. Yep, found it. Let's go, baby. Um, so, uh, first we have two index things on the show. We had a backstage little segment and we had a mixed tag match. So, uh, yeah, obviously, uh, today, yesterday actually was Indy Hartwell's birthday. So, uh, happy birthday to her if she's listening, which she's not, but you know, what if she was? Yeah, happy birthday, Indy. I'm a big fan. Um, anyway, um, so we had a little backstage segment with Johnny Gargano and Candice Lara and, um, Indy Hartwell locks in and she starts talking about all the things she's done with Dexter and Johnny Candice are like, you, you, that's pretty gross. And then she's like, and we went on a hot air balloon ride. And Johnny's like, wow, actually that's kind of cool. And then, and then she says something else and he's like, you, that's gross. I don't, I don't know. It, I pop for it. I'm doing a poor job of explaining this. And then she starts talking about how she wants to take the relationship to the next level. And Johnny's like, you've been dating for a week. And she's been, and she's like, so what? Um, and then um, Dexter walks in a shot, and they're both wearing matching gloves. And Johnny's like, oh, where did you come? How long have you been standing there waiting to come and you creep? And he's like, oh, and you're wearing matching gloves. My worst nightmare. Um, and then um, he's like, hey, Dexter, how did the cake taste last week? Because he threw the cake in her face. Uh, and, um, and he's like, oh, he really liked the cake. And he still had room for pie once we were done. And Johnny and Candace are like, wait a second, I read that menu front and back, there was no pie on it, and then they're like, wait a second, and then the segment ends, and at first, maybe I'm just an idiot, maybe I was just, like, my brain was working a little slow while I was watching NXT, but at first, I was like, I didn't get it, but then I realized what she meant by, he still had room for pie, and I was like, hey, that made me laugh, it did, it was quite funny, and if you don't, if you don't know what it means by, he still had room for pie, then maybe you're just a bit young for the storyline, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to you, um, but yeah, that it actually that was a very good backstage video. You know, I've had my problems with the storyline, i.e., why are they dating? Johnny beat him, um, but you know, I really like this vignette. I thought it was quite funny. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was very good, and there was a nice little dirty joke at the end. It, it was all around very good stuff. Yeah. So next up, we had a mixed tag team competition with um after that, Indy Hartwell and Dexter Lumis taking on Robert Stone and Jessica Maya. So um. Robert Stone and Jessica Mary come down in the ring, um, and Index come down in the ring. Uh, Indy's kind of behind Dexter, and she's literally just, like, side-eyeing his butt the entire time they're walking down. It's hilarious. And then she gets in the ring, and uh, Dexter does his little entrance where he, like, crawls up to the ropes like a weirdo, and Indy's just, like, copying everything he does. And Dexter, she, she, yeah, Dexter's, like, doing a little, like, slow walk around, and Indy's just following him. 
or mimic him, and Dexter stops for a second, and Indy doesn't realize, and she just bumps into him. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just laughed at that. And then Indy, before the match, this is important later, but Beth Phoenix and Indy make eye contact, and they kind of, like, signal to each other, and Boyd Barrett and Vic Joseph is like, hey, what is that, Beth? And Beth's like, oh, it's nothing, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing much. But we would find out later that it was something. It was it was a lot of something. So, yeah, anyway, match starts. Um, Index is uh, pretty in control earlier, where, like, both them are, like, double, like, uh, Indy's beating up Jessica Maya and Dexter's beating up Robert Stone, who's just as Steven, he was just in a Steven Seagal in Saturday Night Robert Stone was quite good here. I, I rag on the man a lot, but he was quite good. And, like, he took his shirt off. He's ripped. Like, it wasn't even funny. Like, he is ripped. He's in great shape. So, yeah, good for him. But anyway, um, yeah. Um, so they were both just beating him down. And eventually, uh, Jessica May and he kind of get out of the ring. And it's just Dexter and uh, Stone in the ring. And Dexter's about to come and, like, take out Stone. But uh, Frankie Monet um, grabs him or grabs him by the foot and is trying to, like, hold him back. But Dexter just, like, kind of pulls and um, he continues just walking away. And he kind of pulls, um hurt Monet in the ring with her, and the referee's like, hey, what are you doing? Like, you're, I'm right in front of you. Seriously, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And so he ejects Frankie Monet, um, but this kind of distracts Dexter and allows uh, Stone to um, uh, take control, and he goes up to Dexter. Dexter immediately just hits him with the spine buster. Um, and then um, Stone's, like, on his knees, like, plating. He's like, Dexter, please don't, please don't hurt me. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. I thought that was funny. And eventually Dexter makes um Indy Hart or Dexter just tags in Andy Hartwell and they both beat up Stone and Kamea for a bit. Um and uh Indy uh, takes out uh Kamea, she pins her, but Dex uh Stone breaks at the pin uh, and this kind of distracts Indy. She's like, Boy, why'd you hit me? That's not allowed. You're cheating. And this allows uh Kamea to get a Boston Crab in. But Indy she like makes the rope, she's like staring at Dexter and she's able to make the ropes because he inspired or, or whatever um so the, here was the best part so you know that dive dominic mysterio does where he like just kind of like goes to the outside like he like jumps over the ropes so dexter's standing like on the ramp like not like right in front of the ring but on the ramp uh, robert stone does to go do one of those and he just dexter does not move at all he just completely misses like it just like dies i I burst into laughter when I saw that. It was it was legitimately very funny. That was great. Uh, yes, he goes for a dive, misses completely. Um, Dexter tries to get up on the ring apron, but um, Kamea hits him off the apron. But then Hartwell comes um, in from behind and grabs her and pulls her into the ring. She then puts her in Dexter's finisher, which is like the silence, is a sleeper hold. Well, Loomis did the same to Stone outside the ring, and they both pass out, and Dexter and Indy win. Uh, post-match, Indy goes uh, over to Beth Phoenix. They have a little conversation. Uh, Beth, like, hands Indy something. Indy um, steps in the ring, and she drops down to one knee, proposes to Dexter. Dexter nods his head yes, and Index gets in the day engaged. Cool. Uh, this was quite good. I really like this. I thought the match was really good. I thought there was some very good comedy in here. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought it also pro- progressed. The Robert Stone is terrible storyline they've been working on. Yeah. Uh, this, I thought it, this was good stuff. I quite enjoyed it. Uh, index getting proposed. I can see some people saying, oh, well, why are they speeding into the storyline so fast? First of all, they've been doing this index dating storyline. Like, before they got together, they were just, like, lovers for, like, I don't know, at least three months now. So, don't act like it's short-term, short-term. And I actually think it makes sense within the storyline for them to immediately get engaged. Because it's, like, they're just, like, they're star-crossed lovers, you know. 
they like they don't have much experience like with relationships and they just they're hopping straight into it i think it makes sense with them i think it does and i quite like this i'm very interested to see i i need a vignette at the wedding where johnny is like watching it i i don't know i need that i need it i i need it but uh yeah this was this was really good i really enjoyed it uh yeah cool um yeah uh that's all for the main talk about the show i really liked it and now let's get into the main review of everything that happened on the show uh yeah i'll see you to support show with Brett A. I'm your host, Brett, and now it's time to get into the full review of all of the things that happened on this week's NXT. So we started off the show with uh, Roderick Strong and the rest of Diamond Mine out there to kick off the show. Uh, Malcolm Blevins gets on the mic and he calls Kushida a liar and like a coward because he wasn't medically cl- cleared. Uh, we found out like earlier to the, in the day that he wasn't medically cleared to face um, Roderick Strong tonight, and so we wouldn't be defending his title. And he um, and Malcolm Blevins thought like, oh, he's faking it because he's you know, scared of Roderick Strong. Um, yeah. Uh, Roger Strong then said, I'm still prepared for a fight tonight. I want to take someone on to show that I, like, Kushida, once you're back, I'm coming for you. Um, so I'm going to do an open challenge. And so then Ilya Dragunov's music hits, and he comes out to answer the challenge. And this this quite excited me. I mean, like, Ilya Dragunov versus Roger Strong. Like, tell me that's not exciting. And uh, that was that was the next match that happened. So, yeah, Ilya and Strong have a match. Uh, Roderick uh, dominates the match early and just – um kind of like with some like chain wrestling, just kind of working over Ilya and um throat like he's like throwing dragon off again like, into the ropes and just like kicking him a ton of stuff. Eventually Ilya is able to be a big counter hitter with a spinning chest chop, it said, uh they said. And he uh hits the sent after post after that he hits the senton for a near fall. Um but um one of so they're the they they fall to the outside and they're kinda of brawling on the outside. Um Strong is down to the next to the steel steps. Ilya walks over to him in the other member of Diamond Mine, not Malcolm Blevins, the I don't know who it is. I don't know his name. But he distracts Ilya and that allows Strong like kinda of like like regain his strength and he th- throws Ilya into the steel steps. Um and then he hit um hits him with a Uranagi on the ring apron. We then go to a break. When we come back, Ilya is continuing to get worked over. He is busted open bad, um, like, on his face. He's, like, bleeding. He's, like, spraying a proper gusher here. And he's, like, bleeding all over Strong's back. And, ooh, it was, it was, it was oof. Um, uh, but, yeah, Ilya's busted open. Um, but, and Strong's still in control. He goes for, like, flying knee to Ilya's face, you know, where he's bleeding. Um, but Ilya is able to dodge out of the way. Um. And then he hits a suplex for a two count. Um, and he's kind of, he preps to hit the, I think he calls it the torpedo mask out, the spinning headbutt. Um, but uh, Roderick's able to duck, move out of the way and hit him with a big knee to the face again. But uh, Ilya kind of, like, he, he's able to just, he gets an easy rock, he bounces off the reps, come back, and he hits it. Um, and he hits the Moscow, or the torpedo Moscow for the win. Yep. Uh, this was very good. I quite liked it. Um it was it was a nice like competitive match. Um, Ilya had a big win going into takeover because I think Roger Strong is a pretty qualified like person in terms of energy. And yeah, he got a big win over him. I thought this was nice. Uh, very hard hitting, physical. Yeah, I liked it. Um, my only problem with this is something that it's kind of hard for them to control. It's that you don't want Strong taking a loss. Takashita here. I don't think it damaged him a ton because Ilya is obviously a pretty big deal and it was a very competitive match. Like on any other day, Strong probably could have won that. But you don't really want him taking a loss. Um, 
But I think, like, and you could say, like, oh, well, they could have just not booked this match. Well, considering they took Kushida versus uh, Strong off the card, which was something I was very excited for, it's they kind of had to, like, at least keep Strong on the card to, like, rep, rep kind of, like, represent or reprehend, I think is the word for that in some way. So I can I can see why they had to have him on the card. Yeah, but, you know, you don't want him taking a loss here, but it I don't think it was a very damaging loss. You know, it was against a very qualified competitor, and it was a very, it was a very hard-hitting match where Strong probably could have won on any other day. It was very competitive. And uh, Ilya got the big win. Yeah, this was pretty good. I quite like this. Um, Yeah, very, very good stuff here uh, to kick off the show. We then had Isaiah Swerve Scott come out with Hit Row. Um... And they talked about how two weeks ago Santos Escobar insulted them by taking uh, his grill on how they were going to get revenge. Santos Escobar then um, showed up on the Titantron and said that he didn't mean any disrespect um, to them when he took their grill. He saw them uh, burn the lich masks last week, and he didn't feel insulted by it either. It's just, you know, it's competition. That's what we do. And then he said, says, uh, Scott, I want to, you know, be a man about this. I don't have Roller Mendoza with me. Uh, I'm in the parking lot all myself. You can come here and man to man, I'll give you your girl back, you know, just come out here. Um, and Scott's like, okay. And like the rest of Hit Road's like, dude, don't do it. You know, it's a trap. But Scott's like, nah, it's chill, bro. So he goes, all of Hit Road kind of stays behind. Um, so he walks out, but when he's going to um, get sort of, um, Wild and Mendoza jumping from behind, they're all beating up on Swerve and like hitting him and stuff. Um, but then the gar- or the rest of Hit Row comes out and they have a big parking lot brawl and they have like uh, beat Fab, it's like a steel pipe, she's like beating up and like people are getting thrown into like a steel door. Um, and eventually, amidst the carnage, everyone kind of gets taken out and Hit Row stands tall. Um, and Swerve, the like, Hit Row stands tall and just as far as left, and all of Hit Row kind of like beats him up. And uh, Swerve throws him in the garage door and then grabs his grill from out of his jacket and they walk off together with uh, Regardo Fantasma um, kind of like out behind them. This was quite good. I really like this. I thought I thought the feud between Swerve, it hasn't been like, and, and uh, Swerve and I swear it hasn't been like phenomenal or anything, but I think it's been quite the enjoyable feud. I really liked it. Um, this was no different. I really enjoyed this. I thought it was good. I thought it added some, like, personal animosity yet again to their takeover match, which I think they've done quite a good job with. Or I assume it's a takeover match. I mean, I don't know if it's been confirmed, but I assume it is. I don't know why it wouldn't be. But, um, yeah, I, I, I quite like this. I thought, I, thought it was, I thought it was a good show. Uh, yeah. Welcome back to the Suplex Show, where I just got interrupted mid-recording by my family. How exciting. So I just stopped my recording, and I'm just going to continue where I left off. But yeah, I, I really liked all the stuff that went on with them. That I, I really liked the swerve stuff. It, it was quite good. I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Uh, anyway, uh, next up we had uh, so we had a little backstage like exclusive thing with a uh, Cameron Grimes because technically he's still uh, Ted or LA Knight's butler, and he was like with uh, LA Knight at the gym, and LA Knight um, he was talking to Josh Briggs, who was a former NXT take- breakout tournament he lost, but yeah, he said, hey, if you take out um, Cameron Grimes tonight before a takeout match, I'll give you like $10,000 or something. Um, and so the next up was a match between Cameron Grimes and Josh Briggs. Uh, and El- Ted DiBiase was out on commentary for the match. Um, uh, Grimes was in control of the match early with some good like offense against some big strikes, but eventually LA Knight was able to distract um, him. Uh, and uh, Briggs came into control on just for a couple, maybe like two, three, two, two and a half minutes. He was just dominating the match with like some big power slams, just throwing Grimes around, just taking them all, all, all out over the place. Big slams, you know, using the size advantage. But eventually, Grimes will come back and he hit um, 
a flying crossbody and then like the Spanish fly snap power slam thing he does that at the collision course, the thing he calls it, it looks really cool. And then he followed that up and he hit the cave in for the win over Briggs. Uh, yeah. And uh, during commentary on this match, um, uh, LA Knight and T- Ted DiBiase made a bet where if Josh Briggs wins, uh, Ted DiBiase would have to pay LA Knight $20,000 because Cameron Grimes won. LA Knight would have to pay Ted DiBiase one. So, um, yeah, Cameron Grimes won. So, now uh, LA Knight was Ted DiBiase 20K, baby. But, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. And then post-match, uh, LA Knight's, like, mad that he lost. So, he beats up um, Ted DiBiase and Grimes tries to – uh, come out to help him, but um, Knight hits his finisher on the outside, and Grimes took it, like, very well. He had, like, a glassy-eyed expression on, like, he just been knocked out after he got hit with it. He just took it very well. I, I just like to mention that. He took it extremely well. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, cool. This was good. I mean, it was short, but it was a nice, you know, little back-and-forth match. You know, Josh Biggs looked nice. He got some big offense in. Grimes was able to come back and win, but yeah, it was, it was enjoyable stuff. I liked it. After that, we had the um, Frankie Monet, Robert Stone, ja, Raquel, or not, not Raquel, uh, that, all that stuff I've already talked about. Uh, that was good. And then we had Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai doing an exclusive interview ahead of their TakeOver 36 match. Um, in the interview, Gonzalez talked about how, um, you know, Gonzalez, or Dakota Kai used to be the one who used her, but now that I've surpassed you, um, I'm, you know, the better and you can't use me anymore because – I, I've found my own path. Um, she then, um, Kai then talked about, uh, Kai then talked about, Hey, Hey, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be here. I taught you everything I know, but, or I've taught you everything, you know, but I haven't taught you everything I know. Um, and stuff like how you're without me, you'd be a nobody in, uh, take over 36. I'm going to be, you're going to be the no one I beat you for the title. Gonzalez was like, yeah, sure. I'll see you there. Sidekick before the end of the interview. And the interview ended. Cool. I mean, it wasn't, like, great or anything, but I thought this was a solid little go-home angle for these two. I thought there was some nice animosity between the two. Uh, yeah, solid stuff. I, I like this. I thought it was a good little interview segment. Cool. Uh, after that, we had uh, the NXT Breakout Tournament semifinals with Carmelo Hayes taking on Duke Hudson. And another one of my main complaint, my main complaint about the NXT Breakout Tournament is that I feel like almost every match has been big guy versus small guy. Big guy dominates, small guy manages to get a win. This episode was a bit of a change, but um, yeah, um, it was. It it still just feels. I will say NXT needs to, and it feels like the finale is going to be that too. It's Odyssey Jones, a big guy versus Kamal is more of a small guy. It's just, it's just kind of. I wish they tried something a little different, but the matches to have been solid, and I thought this one was actually quite good. Uh, yeah, so uh, Kamal Hayes versus Duke Hudson. So Hudson takes um, the early advantage, just kind of like throwing um, Hayes around the ring. He's dominating. Um, and we, then um, he throws him to the outside, and then we go to rake. When we come back, um, Hudson's still in control. He goes for his finisher, the Winds of Change, which is like a boss man slam. But um, Kamal Hayes is able to counter and throw him to the outside of the ring. Um, here, this was like a bit of a – so he throws him to the outside of the ring. Um uh, Duke Hudson tries to get back in the ring. Uh, Carmella like, hits him on the apron, kind of stuns him, and then he goes for a DDT, like a tornado, like it, it, he tops in and goes for a DDT on the apron. But like the landing on it from it, like he kind of like slipped and like uh, Duke Hudson landed like on his like collarbone and like kind of like the back of his neck. Air. It looked like it did not. It looks like a very rough landing. And 
but like he kind of just was like on the ground for a little bit and Carmel Hayes was kind of like selling like he was like holding his shoulder eventually they were able to kind of pick it back up and um so Duke Carmel Hayes gets back in the ring uh Duke Hudson tries to follow but Hayes hits him with the scissor kick as he tries to get back in the ring um uh yeah and then um Eventually, uh, Hayes is able to hit. He hits him with a couple more kicks and kind of works him over. And eventually, he's able to hop up to the top rope, hit his finisher, the lung blower. It's like a fine leg drop, essentially, to get the win. Uh, yeah, this was um, good. I think, uh, you know, there was a bit of a scary moment with that tornado, the DDT on the apron, but I thought they made a nice recovery. Uh, yeah, I, I quite like this. I thought, I thought it was quite good stuff. Um, yeah, I like this. Cool. And then post match, we had a little. Uh, Carmelo Hayes is getting interviewed saying that, like, hey, next week I'm going to beat Odyssey Jones because I'm the final boss and I'm the win. Um, and uh, Odyssey Jones come out and he's like, hey, I'm the final boss of this tournament, not you. Next week I'm going to beat you. And, yeah, and then they're a little face-off. Cool. And next week on NFC, they're going to take each other on in the finals. My pick, I could see this going either way, but I think I'm going to go, I'm going to say Carmelo Hayes wins. But, you know, it, it honestly could go either way. And that, that excites me. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, the good stuff there. Uh, next up, we had Cameron Grimes backstage with Teddy Biasi. He came up to him and he's like, "Hey, I'm sorry for you know like getting you into this." And um, Teddy Biasi's like, "Hey, it's not your fault. You know, I was the one who wanted to do this." Uh, and Cameron Grimes is like, "Thank you for believing in me when I didn't." And at NXT Takeover 36, um, I'm gonna become the million dollar champion and I'm gonna go to the moon. And Teddy Biasi did the old laugh. Cool. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Uh, next up, we had a little JC Jane did a little promo about how, like, I'm in your soul and I'm gonna break free and become woman's champion. I don't. It was kind of weird. It was fine, I guess. It was kind of whatever. Yeah. Um. Anyway, next up on the show was the not well the main event match. We still had a segment after this, but we had uh, the main event match which was MSK versus Imperium for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Uh. Yeah. So MSK took control. Um early and they were kind of just working over um Eichner and eventually Cardozoa tag in and hit a Bronco Buster but Eichner was able to recover and made the tag to Bartel and then Imperium was able to get the upper hand and kind of um continue to just uh work over Carter with like a bunch of uppercuts and like taking him to the corner um yeah and a bunch of like clotheslines you know just offense like that uh, eventually Bartel attacks Eichner back in um and they continue to work over but uh Carter but I, I just got a tag um but eventually, um, but event I just got two texts. How exciting! But eventually, uh, Lee's able to get the so Eichner gets the wait. Eichner gets the tag back in, but Carter's able to get a counter and he makes the tag and gets Lee back in. MSK is a big double team on Eichner, and then they throw them both outside of the ring, uh, and they go for like stereo dives over the top rope. But Imperium catch them and like slam them on the ground. When we get and then we get a break. When we come back, uh, Imperium are like isolatingly. And like keep trying to cover him, but Lee's always able to kick out. Um, eventually, Barthel gets in and he puts like an ankle lock on Lee. Um, and then Willie has it in. He makes the tag to Eichner, and they hit like a double drop kick thing on him. Um, and it looks like they've done, but um, Wesley is able to make uh make, get the kick out, make the tag to Carter. But as Carter gets in, Walter arrives at ringside. Um, and uh ran in distraction, which allowed um Imperium to take back control. Um, and uh, they're kind of working him over. Um, MSK starts to get back in control, and Walter tries to distract him again, but Ilya Dragunov comes out of nowhere um, and attacks him. 
but no, that's not enough to keep Walter down as Walter takes out Ilya Dragunov and continues to go up with this distract, but Ilya Dragunov taking out Walter's enough to distract Imperium and stop them from hitting their finisher, the European bomb. And this allows um, MSK to hit their like blockbuster 630 thing for the win. Uh, yeah. Um, this And then post-match, Walter um, takes out Dragunov at ringside and in the ring, they all kind of beat up Dragunov together because... Uh, he kind of cost MS or he cost uh Imperium the match. Yeah, this was good stuff. I like this match. I thought it was fun. Told a nice story of like uh Imperium kind of working over the legs of MSK, and there was a lot of back and forth. I thought both teams looked good coming out of this. Uh, yeah, I don't think there was much to complain about here. I, I quite like this. Um, good stuff. I thought you know um Imperium still looked good in defeat because you know like there was that kind of like distraction from and. You know, they hold their own against the champions. You know, this was this was good stuff. I, I quite liked it. Uh, yeah. Uh, and the main event, like, kind of segment of the show, which um, was uh, Samoa Joe and Kieran Cross coming face-to-face ahead of their takeover match. So Samoa Joe comes out first, and he calls out Cross. He's like, hey, come out here. I'm going to beat you up. Uh, Cross comes out and says, hey, this match at takeover, it's not about me or you. It's about the future of this brand and how I'm the future of this brand, and I'm going to beat you. Uh, he then, he's like, Joe, I think I'm, I'm going to call out some security, but it's not for, um, it's not for, it's not for um, me to protect me. It's so you'll be protected. And the security guys will come out, and they all, like, kind of line up, and they're, like, across from each other. And Cross says that no, ch- there's no chance that Joe's going to beat him at Tug work because I'm going to drop you real fast. I'm going to beat you. And, Joe, and then Joe and him start brawling, and, like, the security team try to, uh, separate them, but Joe takes them all out with like a dive to the outside, and they're all, like uh, all the referees and like um, people are trying to like ward them off, but they continue rolling and they go through the barricade and they're like beating each other up and stuff. And then, um, yeah, um, and eventually the show ends with both them going through the barricade and they're both like lying down on the floor, like everything exploded and everyone died, and all the referees are like, oh my god, uh, yeah, cool. I quite like this. I thought it was an enjoyable show. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought this segment was quite good. I really liked it. Yeah. I don't have a ton else to say. It was good. It got me excited for their uh, match. I, it could have been. It was good, but it could have been a little bit better. It was just Cross has lost lost a lot of credibility after what happened on the main roster. And I still think he's partially recovering from that is the only real problem I could see here. But other than that, I thought this was a very good segment. Good stuff. Gold stars. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, that's all for everything that happened on NXT. Um, next, uh, stick around in the outro, and I'll give you my final thoughts on the show. I'll see you there. Welcome back to the Suplex Show with Brett A. I'm your host, Brett, and my final thoughts on NXT this week, I thought it was quite a good show. I enjoyed all the index stuff. Uh, I enjoyed the main event. I enjoyed the opening match. You know, I, I thought it was a pretty solid show. I didn't think there was any big notable flaws. I, I pretty much liked anything, ever, anything, everything. Uh, yeah, cool. It, it was quite good. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't have much else to say. It was a very solid show. I enjoyed it. Uh, anyway, that's kind of all for today's episode. Uh, make sure to follow Suplex Show on uh, Google Podcasts, Radio Wave, Breaker, uh, Spotify, wherever you listen, and head to those other platforms. Give, a, give us a follow there. Because even if it's the same person over multiple platforms, the more followers, the better. And then also give us a five-star review on whatever platform you're watching. And even if it does allow you to, or if it doesn't on your platform, head to those other platforms, give us a five-star review there. Because, again, even if it's the same person over multiple platforms, more five-star reviews, the better. 
Also, make sure to tell your friends to listen, tell people on Twitter to listen, follow us on Twitter at the Suplex Show, follow me on Twitter at Kind Platypus, and, um, oh yeah, and if you want to send something in the show, that would be the Suplex Show at gmail.com. It can be about wrestling, it can be about life, kind of just whatever, uh, yeah, preferably wrestling, but, you know, whatever you want to send in, I'll make sure to respond to it if I have the adequate knowledge to in the outro of the show, and I'll show you out if you send something in. Uh, by name, just make sure to include a name in the email. You can be fake name, wrestling name, uh, or uh, your real name, you know, just whatever you want to include. Um, I'll make sure to show you out. Uh, that's all for today's episode. I'll hopefully see you tomorrow for the AEW review. Bye.